0: Fraudulent comments muddied the debate no matter where they fell on the political spectrum. We've been very clear. They should have addressed fraudulent comments on either side. They're creating confusion, said Evan Greer, campaign director of Fight for the Future, a nonprofit that opposes changing the net neutrality rule. The issue is about the integrity of the process. They weren't even trying to maintain the integrity of the process, and that's why there's all these questions. The FCC said it did not purge form letters because it did not have the resources to investigate the comments that were filed. Reporters started noticing the series of identical comments that were critical of the Obama-era regulation just days after the public comment process opened. While it is normal for activist groups to create petitions to allow people to easily endorse generic statements on government forums, people began finding their own names or those of relatives that were deceased on comments they hadn't endorsed, Greer said. A couple dozen people signed a letter saying their names and addresses were used to submit fake comments without their permission. Others have come out in news reports saying their names were wrongfully used. Fight for the Future is set up a site to help people easily search for their name in the FCC's comments. The text of the form comment appears to originate from a campaign organized by a conservative group called the Center for Individual Freedom. The unprecedented regulatory power the Obama administration imposed on the Internet is smothering innovation, damaging the American economy and obstructing job creation, the text reads. I urge the Federal Communications Commission to end the bureaucratic regulatory overreach of the Internet, known as Title II, and restore the bipartisan light-touch regulatory consensus that enabled the Internet to flourish for more than 20 years. The group, which did not respond to an immediate request for comment, said it does not know who filed the comments under the other people's names without their knowledge, according to Ars Technica. The FCC's plan to repeal so-called the Net Neutrality Regulation, a draft of which was revealed this week, has raised concerns from some activists and consumer groups. The new rules would give broadband providers a greater degree of control over Internet content, as well as the speed at which the content can be transmitted to customers, as long as the companies adhere to new transparency guidelines. Under the 2015 regulation, Internet service providers are prohibited from selectively blocking or slowing websites and rewarding others with preferential download speeds. A study funded by the telecom industry lobbying group Broadband for America found 60% of the comments on the FCC's site were against the repeal of net neutrality rules. The number of unique comments, those that are not form notes, were overwhelmingly against repealing net neutrality regulations by a ratio of more than 73 to 1. Correction, November 23, 2017. An earlier version of this article misidentified John Oliver as Comedy Central host. He is a host on HBO. The story has since been updated. Congressman on tape tells woman he would report her to Capitol Police because she could expose his secret sex life by Mike DeBonis and Elise Vibeck. In the Washington Post Power Post section, I'm Sam Scholl. Representative Joe Barton, Republican Texas, who apologized Wednesday for a lewd photo of him that circulated on the internet, told a woman to whom he had sent sexually explicit photos, videos, and messages that he would report her to the Capitol Police because she could expose his behavior, according to a recording reviewed by the Washington Post. The woman spoke to the Post after the lewd photo was published Tuesday by an anonymous Twitter account. She shared a secretly recorded phone conversation she had with Barton in 2015, in which he warned her against using the explicit materials in a way that would negatively affect my career. The woman described encounters and contacts spanning a five-year period that began online after she posted a message on Barton's Facebook page in 2011 leading to the sexually explicit exchanges and ultimately a pair of physical sexual encounters in Washington and Texas. Over time, she said, she became aware of and corresponded with multiple other women who engaged in relationships with Barton, who represents a suburban Dallas district and is one of the most senior Republicans in the House. The woman, who is not married, spoke on the condition of anonymity to protect her privacy. In the 2015 phone call, Barton confronted the woman over her communications with the other women, including her decision to share explicit materials he had sent. In that context, he mentioned the Capitol Police, a comment the woman interpreted as an attempt to intimidate her. "'I want your word that this ends,' he said, according to the recording, adding, "'I will be completely straight with you. I am ready if I have to. I don't want to. But I should take all this crap to the Capitol Hill Police and have them launch an investigation. And if I do that, that hurts me potentially big time.' "'Why would you even say that to me?' the woman responded. "'The Capitol Hill Police?' And what would you tell them, sir? Said Barton, I would tell them that I had a three year undercover relationship with you over the internet that was heavily sexual, and that I had met you twice while married and had sex with you on two different occasions, and that I exchanged inappropriate photographs and videos with you, that I wouldn't like to be seen made public, that you still apparently had.